Hi, I am Joe Prince and this is the More Than Podcast series. The podcast is about empowerment of athletes and self-expression. The More Than series recognizes athletes to be more than just their sport. We provide a platform for athletes to have a voice and share their authentic selves. Come join me on this journey of getting to know the country's top athletes from different sport codes off of their field of play and find out what makes them more than their sport and not just an athlete. Welcome to episode number four of the More Than podcast series. I am your host, Joe, and this episode, I'm just gonna, you know, talk a bit more about my own personal experiences and things I've been through. So recently, I had the privilege of interviewing South African sprint sensation Akani Sambine. And if you missed it, I would suggest that you go and listen to episode two and three, um, More Than a Sprinter, part one and two, before you listen to this one. This episode is inspired by my chat with um, Akani. The thing that hit me most in that interview is that like, although we work in different sport disciplines, there is something I related to very much in his interview and what he said. And I think a lot of other athletes do too. And that is why I wanted to share how I related to what he said to my own life. In episode three, um, Akani and I touched on the topic of self-love. And he spoke about how Self-love is a journey and, you know, that was a part that I could, I could totally relate to and I was just, you know, quite inspired by him, by how he opened up about it and how he shared a bit about his journey of self-love and, you know, how he was really like vulnerable in in that regard and and that made me, you know relate to him more and I felt like that is something that I can talk about and and share how you know my self-love journey has been. After that interview I went and sat on my own and I kind of like reflected on my life and asked myself where are you on your self-love journey and what how has your journey been going and where do you come from? Where are you now? And where do you see yourself going? And so I realized that in the past, my self-love used to be attached to achievements and goals. And only if I achieved certain things, I felt like I was worthy of love and acceptance, you know? And I could only be happy if everyone liked me and loved me and I kind of needed that outside approval kind of but don't mistake that with me like doing things just for approval or caring about what everyone thought of me because that is not the case it was more so like because I was always confident in myself and sure of who I am and kind of what I wanted the approval and being accepted by others was 
not like random people. It was more so, you know, the approval of those I regarded to be in my inner circle and those people that I respected and looked up to, you know. Because for me, energy coming from irrelevant people or coming from outside my circle is kind of like water on my back, you know. I just let it run off my back and it doesn't really faze me because I don't internalize it. But the energy from the people in my circle, I'm quite sensitive to. And, you know, those people I allow into my space. So then it becomes a lot more difficult to kind of like protect your peace when, you know, you find peace in your inner circle and and then it becomes disruptive. So then I'm thinking, wait, if I'm not being accepted by the people I regard as important in my life, then, you know, then I kind of like internalize that because then I look for, wait, what am I doing wrong? What is wrong with me? And, you know, so specifically I'm going to speak about a time in my life um, where I was going through a depressive state. So in 2017, there was a lot of changes happening um, at my Nepal club, right? And um, it was kind of like a lot of changes. So I am an adaptable person, like I can adapt and kind of life has conditioned me in such a way to adapt because of the things I've been through. But, you know, too much change was, is a little bit too much for me because I, I also like routine and consistency. So when everything was like flipped upside down, it kind of flipped me also upside down because then I kind of like felt a sense of not belonging. And there's this quote where it says um, something about men need to do well to feel they belong and women need to feel they belong for them to do well. So I don't like to gender classify it, um, but for me personally, not just as a woman, but just as a human being and as an athlete, for me, I feel like I needed that sense of belonging in order for me to excel in, in what I did. So, yeah, it was it was quite hectic and I've never really spoken lots about it. Um, but I feel like, you know, when Akani opened up and how that made me feel more safe and like confident in my own things and my own life and things I've been through I felt like maybe me sharing my story would you know just help someone else feel better so as an athlete you kind of have goals you want to achieve and you set goals for yourself but not just athletes I feel like um, a lot of people in different disciplines and and jobs and stuff so you have your goals and then, you know, kind of when things don't go to plan, it's really hard on you. And for athletes, you know, when that's your passion, that's that's what you do, that's what you put so many hours into, you work really hard, you make a lot of sacrifices, you know, on family time, relationships, 
friends, um, really just like social part of life. And, you know, you give up a lot um, and put a lot in for your sport. So when things don't go to plan or you feel like you're not getting out what you put in, it's really draining mentally because we all know sport is like as an athlete is draining on your body it's physically draining but like the mental part of it it's it's hectic you know and we don't talk about that side a lot it's like we kind of just see the achievements and you know the the good parts but the dark times we don't really glorify those ones because no one really wants to talk about it no one really wants to fester in the negativity because you know positivity is like an athlete needs to be positive and confident and believe in themselves and all those things but there are times when you as an athlete you lack that confidence and you don't believe in yourself and you don't back yourself and you start questioning your abilities and you know you kind of forget that thing of why I started playing in the first place you know because then things are attached to these goals and these achievements and these teams and these medals. And then you just lose the joy of it. And that's what happened for me in 2017. I lost my joy. I lost my love for the game. And the thing is, I've been playing netball my whole life. And I love it so much. And it's like a part of me. It's a part of my identity and my DNA kind of, and you can't really separate it from me. So when I lost that love and joy for my sport, it affected my self-love. It made me lose that love for myself because it's so intertwined. So coming into 2017, um, I kind of like suffered disappointment after disappointment after disappointment, like a disappointment in my personal life, disappointment um, off of the court, but also Nepo related. And then like disappointment on court where I didn't make a team and didn't understand why. So it's just like disappointment, disappointment, disappointment. And it just started eating away at me and my Nepo environment that used to be, you know, my safe space you know, the place where I went to escape. And that's something that Akani also mentioned, how we use track as an escape, you know, kind of from the problems and reality. And that is what Nepal was for me for all those years. You know, it doesn't matter what's happening in my personal life or off of court. When I go to Nepal, when I step into the arena, you know, all of that gets left behind and I just escape. But now the place I used to escape to then also became this kind of negative space for me. And it just started eating away at me. And oh, it was just such a dark time in my life where me, a, a confident person, struggled with my confidence. And I really felt so lost and alone and misunderstood. And if you're a confident person, you know that when you're strong, you kind of, the hardest thing for you to do is admit that you're struggling. And I used to see like vulnerability as weakness instead of using it as a strength, you know. And even though I had a great support system, like I have the best family, but I didn't I didn't feel like I could share with them how I was feeling. I didn't feel like I could share with anyone. 
because that's the thing about like a, like depression and like going through a depressive state is like you isolate yourself you just feel so isolated and alone and you feel like no one could understand because that's what it's doing to you and it may not be the reality but that's the reality that you experience you know and so I just I just felt like a complete failure I felt like I was failing at just being myself imagine that like you feel like you are failing just being you it was horrible honestly but the thing is even though you feel alone and you feel like no one could understand you just have to tell someone just one person you just have to say i'm drowning or i'm in a hole like someone has like you know compared it to being in this dark hole and feeling like you can't get out and that's 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 how i felt like you know i just felt like i'm falling deeper and deeper into this dark hole and no one knows because the thing is i kind of also spoke about this like when you go out on the court or you go out on the track you're cool calm composed and you do the job and you can't show what's happening inside and as a thing about us athletes we're so conditioned to kind of keep our personal things you know away from our sport and it's kind of like you are not allowed to be human sometimes and people kind of forget that you are human and you yourself also sometimes then forget you are human because you're so used to being you know that beast and it was hard to admit even to myself that I'm only human and that it's okay to not be okay and it's kind of like you have to give yourself permission to feel those emotions and but not just you feel them but now it's kind of like you have to acknowledge them because if you're not going to acknowledge them you're not going to be able to deal with it and so i i was kind of forced to speak up i was forced to say something because now all my balls were kind of falling because i was you know juggling all these balls and then because as a student athlete you have a lot of balls to juggle but now my balls are starting to fall and so my academics were starting to struggle i was losing weight and like you know my management they were starting to notice that i was lo- like losing weight and you know i couldn't sleep i couldn't eat i couldn't go to class and like i was living on my own so people didn't really know that this was happening but god is good i always say that god is good all the time cuz you know I felt broken and I was broken and you know the broken pieces then allowed the light to come in and the light came in and it and it started shining again and I started picking up the broken pieces and putting them back together But the thing is once something is broken and you try to put it back together, you can never put it back together the way it was. And that was actually a good thing. Cuz then 
I wasn't trying to be perfect anymore. I wasn't trying to be, you know, joyful Joe all the time and pretending that I'm okay when I'm not. I then had these cracks in me that could allow me to breathe and could allow the light in. And yeah, I saw the light and I felt the light and I'm just so grateful because that dark time I went through, it forced me to change, but change for the better. And I'm honestly, I can say, even though it was like hell, it's something I'm grateful for now today, because then it taught me that it's okay to not be okay. It taught me that it's okay to ask for help, that you don't have to do it on your own. And just because you are vulnerable, it doesn't mean you're weak. And, you know, how I used to see vulnerability as a weakness, I started using my vulnerability as my strength. I then had to, you know, relearn to love myself and get to know myself again and fall back in love with myself basically and that that's that's my journey of self-love and I'm a far away from that time and also that time has made me so much stronger so things that then happened to me after that you know in 2018 and in 2019 um yeah, if it wasn't for what I went through then, I don't know I would have survived, you know, all the things that happened to me after that. Because it honestly then made me stronger and really made me realize where my true strength comes from. And that, for me personally, that's my faith, that's my God. And it made me realize that, you know, I have people that do support me and that I can rely on. But then also, you know, no one has you like you have yourself. And you got to love yourself. And you got to look at yourself in the mirror. And you got to make sure that you know who you are. You know what's important to you. And you don't attach your self-love to things on the outside or to achievements or to other people, or how they treat you, or how you perceive them treating you. It has to it has to come from within. And that has been my journey. And it's not been easy, like trust, it's not been easy. And the reason I'm sharing what I've been through is just kind of, you know, saying that even though I look put together or I look like, you know, I have everything going for me. I have dark times or I have had dark times and and I just want to reemphasize that self-love is a journey and journeys have ups and downs and you have good days and bad days. But I just hope that I can inspire someone to keep going no matter what's happening, come what may keep going, keep trying, keep fighting. 
but don't do it for anyone other than yourself. So if there is someone listening to this that feel like they don't want to carry on anymore or they're going through a dark time in their life, please speak up. Tell someone, anyone. You are not alone. Somebody loves you.